We are live. Okay, excellent. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Self Achievement Network. My name is Dominic, and I am here with our next person behind the passion, this lovely young lady right here. Her name is Sophie Nubani. Hi, Sophie. Hello, hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Very, very well. Freezing in Chicago, as usual, in the wintertime. Oh, yeah, the windy city. The windy city, the windiest city. Are, are you down in uh, Orlando? Orlando? Yes. Ah, and the weather down there today is? Beach weather oh in my the gosh. 80s. <laughs> Sorry. La, 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 la. <laughs> I didn't mean to rub it in, but, you know, it's yeah, a fact. I heard that, but. I didn't mean to rub it in, but. But. We know what that means. It means, mm -hmm. yes, you did. Anyway, yes, <laughs> congratulations yes. for being uh, our next person behind the passion nominated by Miss, the one and only Misa Lurie. Yes. Also known as Lisa Marie. Thank you so much for nominating Sophie for this great honor in the Self-Achievement Network. And uh, yeah, so. The, and this, Dr. Bob Show too, yes. Yes, and Bob also was like, he was like, everybody was like, this girl right here, Sophie. <laughs> awesome, amazing, cool, everything happening. Your passion is about transcendence, self-transcendence. And we're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I want mm -hmm. you to, to, to define that. And so this show is called Person Behind the Passion. And for those of you out there who are watching and don't really know what the Self-Achievement Network is about, very simply, we are a Facebook group with a lot of little tiny subgroups around us, and we are an opportunity for people to either discover their passion, share their passion, or to evolve their passion. So we have, we have programs called Life Plan, for example, for people that don't know what their passion is or their purpose in life, so they can go through that program and learn what that is. And this show is where people can share about their passion. And, uh, and then we bring people back. So, Sophie, you're automatically invited uh, to come back and talk about, you know, self-transcendence and you can evolve your passion. Yes. Yeah, so that's what we do here. Um, and that's very interesting because it is so true. We are continuously changing and growing and our experience and our learnings continue to expand our consciousness and therefore, when we do meet at different times, we bring forth that new learnings that we come with and our perception is expanded to where it was previously. And, and this is why it is so interesting in areas of transcendence, uh, mindsets, generally life when you are in that growth uh, mindset, it is always a time to go back and, and to actually share uh, the growth uh, from one period to the other. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, you know, I've had many different growth spurts mm -hmm. in my life. And I can definitely say that there was a point where I had a, a, not just a, but several like moments where there was like, I had another level of, of self-awareness. Is yes. that the same thing? Self-transcendence? I mean, I'm like, what, are, what does this mean? This self-transcendence? Give me like a, Okay, so definition of that. Let, let's say you are aware about what's going around you, right? Um, sometimes you're really muting everything, what it is you're paying attention and you're directing your attention to a particular area, topic of interest, 
or fascination. <laughs> and, and you become more aware of that, uh, whether it is your surrounding or it is a matter of study, you're aware of that topic because you've been paying attention a lot to that specific topic. Um, and when in self-transcendence, you are paying attention to yourself evolving and learning and growing. It is shift of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, it's a little bit different because awareness is like it's present in the moment now. And transcendence is ascending, 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 right, to the next level. It's like you're on a ladder standing on the step you're standing on, you're aware, so you're steady, you're grounded, you're standing solid. But when you're transcending, it's the leap between this step and the following step that you're taking, and the gap in between, that kind of awareness in the between the gap and then getting on your foot right onto the next step, getting back grounded and so forth. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You know, I have heard maybe Maybe you can clarify this for me, but I like, you know, the word responsibility, mm -hmm. simple, right? It's really two words, responsibility. And then when you flip it around, it says the ability to respond, mm -hmm. which is a really cool way to look at it. Right. Yes. I love and, it. And so it's the same thing with transcendence, mm -hmm. right? So it's two words to me. I mean, I think about it because this is what I had like learned before. So transcendence ending the trans. Nice. I like that. Yes. So then it's like, well, am I in a trance? Well, who it's are you to like, say that I'm in a trance? And you know what I mean? It's like, yes. it's just a way to think about it. When someone transcends, they are becoming aware at another level of, is this what you're saying? Yes. Of and whatever also, it may be, myself, my behavior, my actions, my, the way I operate my MO, all that stuff that I'm becoming more aware of like that. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And also um, in moments of transcendence, you know, there is a lot of breakthrough times of ideas and uh, knowledge that might have not been, um, you know, a fact to you before. And then suddenly you understand it better and now it makes more sense. And now your, your consciousness is expanded in a different way than just being aware of that. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, it's a little bit different and also involves a state of flow. And, uh, and, and that's a magical state to be in. Uh, you stated trans in a state of trans. Uh, it's the same as also being a kind of, you know, a flow. A state of flow uh, really um, generates more creativity in our actions. So the, the, the combination of getting the ideas and also the visions and the new awareness and new perception that has arrived at the moment to allow us to have this kind of a breakthrough moment. Like, I finally got it. I now understand what this word even means or this concept. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Oh, guess who's on? Who? Mr. Bob. Yay! <laughs> hey, Bob. I just, it just popped up. He says, 
What is the real? Oh, we're, we're not talking about that now, Bob. No, no, no. This is about Sophie. Okay. <laughs> this is called person behind the passion. I know you guys want to talk about all this other stuff, but this is not about that. Okay. Now, okay. now he's like, Arr. now I'm curious. I'm like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> the relationship. What is the relationship between self transcendence and enlightenment? Or is there one? But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Sophie. So my next question is, so how did you get interested in all this? I mean, you just like wake up one day and you're like, oh, self-transcendence. Boom. I love this stuff. Cool. Yes, I mean, it's a process. It's a journey. It is curiosity. It is asking higher order questions to the soul, to things. It's questioning certain beliefs and why are they there? Certain traditions, why are they there? How are people really behaving? What is really causing war? And all of those things that has been a very big interest of me trying to understand how the world is really functioning and operating. And then you sit with self and your soul search. And then you go back to reality and you go back to life and you go back to work and you go back to culture, you go back to people, you go back to, to everything around and then you go back and you come back with this new awareness and then you back test it and you question and, and, and so forth, you, you evolve. It doesn't happen overnight, like you go to the gym, it's not overnight that you're gonna see a definition in your muscles but if you do it consistently over time, you start getting defined. Same thing, the, the back and being in that space of soul searching, of uh, meditating, of allowing yourself to be still and, and allow all that information to settle in and to ask the right questions, that new awareness and new perspective starts arising. And also from the fact that you're curious enough to learn, uh, your attention is more focused at that moment. And it plays a big, big role in how we end up receiving the information and more importantly, how we understand it. And that's key. Absolutely. You're right. And what age were you when, I mean, you're a young lady, okay? So what age were you when you started getting interest, became interested in this, all this stuff? We'll call it stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of it. <laughs> I would say lightly when I was in my teens, uh, I always, you know, I grew up in a very active home, very social. We had lots of gatherings, lots of dinners and lunches and brunches and you name it, you know, I'm from the Middle East and that's, you know, a kind of the culture thing. And I always had this about me where I always escaped to my space in my room or my walks on the beach where I had to be totally alone and allow myself to just, you know, feel and see and think on my own and relate to matters uh, in a way that I can really understand them better and, and mm -hmm. relate to them better. And it's progressed uh, with time. I came to the United States, uh, I remember in my early years, my older brother who lives now in Dubai, he actually um, lived here for a while and me and him and his wife were kind of the same generation. So we were very close and our kids later became close too with their ages and so forth. But I remember having my sister-in-law and my neighbor come over and I would have them both lay down on different couches and I would put soft music 
And I would actually tell them to close their eyes <laughs> and I would do a guided meditation, mind you. In I your teens? At, no, that was in my very, I was okay. like 23. Okay, well, still, that's pretty young. Yes, yes, early 20s. And I want to tell you, I didn't know what the word meditation meant coming back from, <laughs> from there to here. I, I never really did all that or was not into it. There's no YouTube. There's no Google. It's, it was a different way of receiving information. And it depends on who you're surrounded with to get all that. I, I was not surrounded with that. And I would actually do that till one day I went to the library to Barnes and Noble and actually looked at a CD and it says meditate, God and meditation, blah, 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 for beginners. And I asked the, the librarian and I asked, what is this? And he goes, oh, this is something that, we, you know, you just listen to and they'll guide you and it relaxes you. And this and that. So I picked it up. It was a cassette at that uh -huh. time. Uh -huh. And then when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, this is what I've been doing with them. And, and actually I had a name and a structure and, 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 and it's uh, interesting. You keep and tapping to things. When the student is ready, the teacher mm -hmm. appears. I love that, isn't that cool? It's so true that there's so many things in my life that appeared at that time of my way of comprehending and understanding to them better. Mm -hmm. Had they appeared before, I might have not really understood it the way I did later, totally. Mm -hmm. Including when I studied for my Chios Master Teacher certification. What I did not know at that time is I was meditating with different colors of light and, and chakras, not knowing that that's actually a, a modality used and when I studied it, half of the things I was doing, not knowing that they had a name and a description in a scientific evidence, in a modality and, and so forth. So it was pretty interesting how those things happen. Mm -hmm. so it's, a, it's a progress and a process. And some people can accelerate it based on the environment and the tools that they have available to them. And I know, Mia, you talked yesterday about technology and how one person could have the same information to the other, yet one using more of the artificial intelligence and maybe more of the platforms on social media will get their words a lot faster to more audience than the one who is not accessing those tools, for example. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So you're from the Middle East and you have, you, where were you born? Amman, Jordan. Ah, Amman, Jordan. Mm -hmm. I've heard amazing things about that country. It's oh, so great, it. pretty, and well, I mean, welcoming people. I never got there. I would spend a lot of time in Egypt, but people are like, you have to go to Jordan. They, they do have some really nice areas, you know, and including one of the seven wonders of the world. Uh, Petra is beautiful. And now they have Petra at night where it's all lit and mm -hmm. torches and stuff. And then they have. Um, also, the Dead Sea area is gorgeous, gorgeous, very, very nice. There's so many things to explore in this world, right? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So then you came to the United States first, or you like get yes. a direction? And then no, I only lived three years of my life in Jordan. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I lived a big chunk of my life in Oman by Dubai for 14 years. Ah, okay. And in fact, uh, they just, uh, Sultan Qaboos just passed away and on Friday, and I literally grieved him and I did a prayer for him as a much respect to what he did for his country and people. And uh, what a beautiful country and culture uh, that was. 
I lived in Amman for three years of my high school. I lived in Cyprus by Greece for a few years. And I lived in Morocco for four. And then I lived here for the past uh, going on 23 years now. Wow, that is cool. That's a lot of places. I mean, different yeah. cultures. Well, for that period of time and to see all that at an early age, of course, I mean, you're attracted to what you're doing. Absolutely. Um, Bob wrote in there, he said, Sophie, you have a diverse cultural background. Yes. Yeah. And his question is, how has that affected your beliefs and your level of transcendence? Very good question, because I believe that a lot of the reason that people are even fighting or competing in a negative way is the lack of understanding and familiarity with others traditions, cultures, belief systems, and religious beliefs also. That once you are interacting with that, it breaks the heart walls between people. It dissolves the tension because now you're more familiar, you're more comfortable, and, and, and it just opens you up more to each other and respectful of each other's you know, traditions and so forth. So when I lived in uh, Cyprus um, in college, you know, I was mingling with a lot of my Greek friends, Cypriot friends, and, you know, uh, Greek Orthodox, and, and that's the kind of, you know, religious beliefs. Right. Um, I come from a Muslim background, raised in the Middle East, and I would actually go on Sundays to my friends, uh, you know, masses and or visit their church if they invited me. I was open to that. And um, I learned a lot doing such things uh, because it's the only way we can be one human race in respect and, and really evolve to higher levels of thinking and contribution to humanity in a positive manner. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I visited Thailand, I visited temples there and, and I was very curious about a lot of uh, the Buddhist uh, belief systems and philosophies that truly is really like if you look at reading just books, mind you, any other books of uh, holy books or religious books, we learn a lot. Mm -hmm. So why does it come when it comes to a specific religion or religious book now you're so anti of, uh, you know, blocking it and already detesting it and wanting to kill it and fight it and, and murder it before, it, because it's, it's, it's a book too. It's information. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> right. So, yeah. So I believe that really helped me to um, transcend those tribal mentalities about a lot of belief systems because interacting with those people like in Oman, my very dearest friend was Hindu. And um, I can tell you she's also one of the kindest ladies I've ever had as a friend growing up all the time. And, and how could I, you know, look at it in that, and, but understand that there's something beautiful that this contributed to her behavior and mm -hmm. her way of living. Sure. And, and those things were very contributing to this background culture and answering Bob's question had really opened me up to really just accepting and loving and, and receiving and, and allowing myself to isolate and, 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 and separate my personal, whatever it is that I believe in and not allow other peoples to be who they are. So be 
and let be is a very mm. good way of living. That's awesome. And let be. I hit her one time. I, we don't have to go deep into it. Somebody had said, if you want to be a free human, give up your beliefs. And I was just like, oh, okay, I got that. Yes. You know, it's like, and, and it's like understanding, you know, like there's this, that old saying, there's more than one way to get to God or something like that. I, I don't know. Kind of in that it's same It's such thing. a deep subject and very sensitive. Yeah, I know. To many that me, uh, before we even discuss it, you have people already judging it before you even start talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it says here on your on your announcement that I put together, by the way. Okay. Where is it at? Great graphic. There she is. <laughs> Good job, Dominic. Yes. I finally I feel like I did something that actually yes, you looks did. good. <laughs> the gold on your hair and everything anyway <laughs> you're the the queen of laughter tell us about that i was like what <laughs> did you is that like i tell everybody I, i'm a i'm a self-appointed zen master yes, <laughs> did yes. you get did you get this from yourself the queen of laughter and wisdom or did somebody give that to you no i was given that by many of uh, many people on social media so even when I entered Twitter on the first day, 20 minutes later, uh, Bob Berg, which is known as one of America's 15 yeah, yeah. influencers in 2016, welcomed the queen of laughter and wisdom. Wow. And he has over a hundred some thousand followers, you know? <laughs> and I was like, it's kind of funny. Of course, Dr. Bob showed always. Um, I, I believe it's because I, I always feel that we should always connect to our childlike innocence and playfulness. And without that, no matter what we accomplish and achieve in a serious manner, and it's sometimes necessary and important, we can't lose our self-essence of being and allowing ourselves to truly, truly connect to that playfulness because mm -hmm. then life becomes more boring, more stressful, and, and people develop anxiety, depression, and all the mental illnesses that we encounter today. In fact, 225, the anticipation of the biggest thing that people are facing is not going to be climate change, but depression and anxiety. And, and that is a very worrisome for many who are not aware and alert of how they can actually minimize such effects from such a fast paced of growing technology and less interaction on one-on-one -on -one people or connection. And, you know, in the old days, you go visit your neighbor, you talk, you have a cup, top, cup of coffee and, and you come back, you feel refreshed and you had something on your mind that was bothering you, you talked about it, you let it go. And today, yes, we have tools like technology and social media, which is beautiful. But we cannot isolate and, and, and take away the human interaction and its importance. Otherwise, we are going to feel very isolated and, and lonely uh, without trying to balance the two. Mm -hmm. And so laughter is very, very important. And it is not important because it's just something funny that has to be said that someone has to laugh about it. It's the mindset of laughter. Mm-hmm. And thus, uh, me and Dr. Bob Choate literally created, uh, we're co-founders of the program, The Laughter Mindset. It came out of this concept that people need to loosen up. Imagine if all our leaders were laughing more together, their heart will instantly will dissolve. Yeah. Will solve, problem solving becomes much more fun and more creative. 
let's get let's get our our leaders of this country to get in a room and have a good time. Comedy. We need some to of those, comedy some of those. before we start making decisions, no, right? Man, these guys need to do some skits or something. And, and yes. It's needed. It's so needed. <laughs> <laughs> our country needs it. Our nation needs it. Our I know. world They're needs it. So serious in that big White House over there. It's crazy. <laughs> Certified. Wait a minute. Let me go back. I went too far. Laughter yoga. Okay, we talked about that. Um, master practitioner. Oh, and, and okay, wait. Certified social and emotional intelligence. Ooh, you're an EI coach too. Yes. <laughs> cool. That's cool. Certified motivational coach. Certified Reiki. Ooh, the energy lady. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, okay. We we, everything is energy, right? We can't take it away. Right, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I did Reiki for a number of years, and I I was kind of, I felt like I was a failure because I would sit there and I'd be like, okay, trying to hold, feel the, the energy, and I'm thinking, pizza. And, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't feel no energy, guys. What's not happening for me? Anyway, I just gave it up because I just don't have that intuitive like some people do, um, whatever. And, you know, those are just tools and modalities that people can tap into to get them more focused about that. And the truth is um, we, we are healed and give healing in many different ways. So yours might be in a total different form. And not necessarily in that format, but you still possess that. And moments of silence that you can really retrieve. What is it mm -hmm. and that you can that you feel you're bringing that? And it could be even through teaching. You understand? It could be through cooking, and and you can be giving that energy out in that real beautiful healing format through other ways that just mm -hmm. describes in a different way. Lovely. Can you cook? Um, recently, I've been really creative and doing some things because I've been really trying to go like, you know, focus on organics and stuff. And, uh -huh. and a lot of restaurants don't have that stuff available. So you have to be creative. Uh -huh. And so I started being creative uh, while I'm doing my book, which is on creativity. And you're working I on a book too. I right. a lot of creative energy and sources to me that... I was kind of excited about, so mm -hmm. I'm improving in that area. <laughs> so you can cook. I'm just. Uh, I'm learn. I wasn't doing that very well before. But now it's you're doing that. Something that right. actually progressed uh, recent. It wasn't something that I always enjoyed or knew. It wasn't something that I mastered like other areas, and I'm so excited about it because I, I'm actually liking what I'm cooking. <laughs> Well, I'll volunteer to be one of your taste testers. Okay? Oh, there you go. <laughs> we should Let me know. Right? Let me know we what time I'll come over. Network. I have to participate. Everybody brings a dish. And That's right. And that'll be a cool gathering, right? That's right. There'll be a line so long out the door. Grab a plate. Yes. <laughs> well, I promise you, if you have you, if one of your taste testers, I will do the dishes. I love doing dishes. Again, oh, really? Good. Totally good the pots, especially if they got burnt stuff on the bottom is my favorite one. Oh, really? So oh, yeah. you're a master in not messing the pots up. Absolutely. 
These are the ones that, you know, like they get really gooey and sticky down there. And yes, it's, it's like, a very delicate area, too. That's right. When I was younger, I'd be like, now it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your wife is very lucky. <laughs> yeah, the, the kitchen is always clean. Okay, so so certified EFT and TFT. Yes, tapping. Mm-hmm. That kind of... I don't remember all those. I had a, a yeah. You, a, you're a, actually doing it right. Yeah, I remember that. I, and right one here, of our, and then here. our former person behind the passion. Her name is Leah. She, <laughs> she's a TFT. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but so you do all that. This is so cool. <laughs> yes. And so you, what do you do? You like have you do coaching or you have classes? You mentioned something that uh, you, yeah. you invite people after things. So that's a live. Type of a yeah, so the laughter mindset is focused a lot on the laughter mindset experience, like workshops and stuff. And then I do online coaching, and I also do VIP days, uh, full VIP days, and half VIP days, which is the one in one uh, in person. I eliminated a lot of my one on one coaching; otherwise, it's all mm-hmm. online. But if, if somebody's booked for VIP or half a VIP, I do still see them in one on one. Mm-hmm. So you can really delegate your energy at best and, and be able to uh, provide the right um, value to, to people. Mm-hmm. So with all this stuff going on, I mean, you've got a list a mile long. What, <laughs> what do you do to like unplug? I mean, meditate. is it like... Meditate and be in nature. I love the ocean uh-huh. and nature a lot, more than I can explain. And even if I'm walking in a street, I could suddenly notice the moon coming up and and it's starting to get up and my head just goes up like that and I'm just taking a deeper breath and connecting with the presence and the energy of its arrival. And so energy of nature has been very, very, very charging to my soul and my journey altogether. Mm -hmm. And you're close to the water, so walking on the beach or swimming is like a necessity. And, and, I, and I love sailboats and I love jet skis and, and kayaking. So I, I like being on the water itself as well. And every one of them gives you a different feel depending on the mood and what kind of rush you want. You know, you want to be on a jet ski and just feel the waves and, and let it just splash <laughs> and get your adrenaline going. Or do you want to just free your mind and be on a sailboat and just enjoy a beautiful sunset and allow yourself, depending on how, it, you know, uh, the time prior spent, you know, if I'm uh, doing a lot of work prior, like when I finish my book, I, I feel like I'm probably want to be on a sailboat because I, it took a lot of time and energy and focus and writing and writing and writing. And I feel that would be the energy I wanted to, to receive, you know, maybe go to a rainforest and walk in between the trees and just feel the leaves as you're just walking and, and enjoying that kind of energy. So it depends on, on what, what services you've been doing and what you need to recharge from that. Yeah. You remind me when you're talking about being on the water, that movie um, Waterworld, where Kevin Costner is telling, I forgot, I don't know what the woman's name is, but she's, she's like trying to get him to stay. You remember that? I haven't seen he's, it. He was on land and he's, uh-huh. he's like, why are you leaving? He's like, because I have to be on the water because it doesn't move right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good one. You'll <laughs> love that movie. Get me on the water fast. 
It doesn't move right. I love that. Yeah, so yeah, put that on your list of things to do so when you unplug and want to feel like watching a movie, Waterworld, people are going to be like, you're so old. That's an old movie. But it's a Well, I'll movie. check it out. And I love water, so that would be interesting. Yeah, you'll love it. Okay, so you so you go into nature and, and all that. And so, okay, so now you're, you're writing a book. Okay. <laughs> yes. Getting to the book part. What, what is the vision with the book? You know, Dominic, um, being on social media for a little while and going and looking at so many repeated information, and I understand that repetition is important for you to understand some subjects, and it's very healthy to to repeat it and we all need to go through that but when you go on a decade of repeated information and every other site is repeating the same message in a different way but with the same words and I'm I'm like we need to go back into our creative skills and so my book is titled optimize a creative mindset mind you originally original name was creative mindset 101 the reason the title has changed in a very beginning process of it is when I was getting into the chapters, the topics were a little bit advanced for a basic, you know, one-on-one -on -one starter person who's starting to be creative. Mm -hmm. um, it's simple enough to guide a person to get into it and then dive into a little bit more advanced because of the higher thinking of that is involved and that I, I, I pull you into. And so optimize a creative mindset was because of that, the name. Um, but also the principle and the, the reason why and, and the original intention came from that of what I've seen around a lot. And I really would love to see that a lot of people are to tap into their creativity and through the different generations, some are able to tap faster than others because of technology and accessible um, you know, ways of dealing with technology. Not everybody's comfortable. I mean, I was just watching a YouTube a few days ago and the lady that was promoting herself uh, as an Amazon bestseller of, of uh, products. And she said, I'm not the best technology person, but I was able to do this, this, that. Yes, because there's a lot of ways that we can still be able to be seen and heard. Yeah. You don't have to be extremely, uh, you know, a technologist. However, it is very important to not neglect the fact of the speed that you can arrive to lay areas in your life that you want. So in a decade, if your vision was to be from here to here, but if applying technology and the right technology, then you are now in five-year mark versus a decade. Now you're able to do a lot more in the next five years after that. So I want to bring that awareness and also the tools that are able to stimulate a creative mindset. Yes. And, 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 and those kind of things, you know, and also the mindset of a creative mindset. Uh, what has to be in there that really, really will help you feel more comfortable in that creative discovery and innovation and process? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, good luck with it. I mean, it's, it's a big project. I know books are intense. Guess what? It's, it's on the tail end. <laughs> one more chapter. Good for you. One more. Yeah, yeah I, have, I, I have 15 books, okay? Nice. Yeah, I know what the process is. It's very complicated and organization, you know, and all that stuff. So good luck with it. Keep and and also, you know, I'll go like three days in a row that I can't stop, like with all these flooded ideas and writing. 
And then I'll go a week that I, I cannot put anything together, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, time for a beach or time for a nature walk <laughs> or time to just chill with some friends and laugh or something, you know? Do you have, do you have a bicycle? Uh, I have one, yes. I have one in, at home, not outdoors. <laughs> oh, it's an indoor bike. Yes. What oh. I have outdoors is like roller skates for outdoors and um, cool. But but mainly, truly, the beach is is really mainly the one that I escape to the most. That I, I at this moment uh, currently connecting the most with its vibration and fuel. Do you, do you have a pair of roller blades? I tried those. Don't laugh, but I did not feel as comfortable and confident on them in my balance. Uh -huh. I can do splits and cartwheels on my roller skates. I cannot do that closely on my roller blades, and mm -hmm. I never got more into it. So well, I, I guess I stuck into the 80s. Rollerblading or roller skating down the road with your, your what is this called? <laughs> Off to the side like that. I'm going to have to do that. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. When I was growing up, we roller skated a lot outdoors, a lot uh -huh. you know, around the neighborhood, around parks, around stuff. It was kind of fun. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I want to check the time because we, I think it's, it, we've been on for 40 minutes and your doorbell is going to ring, right? Yes. So just one, one last one and I'll let you go and you have to make me one more, you have to make me a promise that you're coming back. Say, I promise. I promise. There you okay. Go. <laughs> you guys heard that. You heard that, right? Okay. She promised. What? And I will keep you to it. So, so in general, right? So if you were going to answer the question, here's the question. I'm the kind of person that. Um, okay. okay. I'm, the kind, I'm the kind of person that, I don't know, is easygoing, is, you know, whatever. I mean, that what? How would you complete that? Uh, I would say um, intuitive, existential, spiritualist. I'm going to have to look those up. Hey, Google. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I turned my Google on. <laughs> Cancel. Existential? Is it existential? Uh -huh. Wow. Okay. That's, that will be. It, it, uh -huh. It's probably what got me to the self-transcendence area and looking at matters from a total uh, out-of-the-box thinking and out of its own environment and teachings. Um, so questioning what it is, not in doubt, but in curiosity of wanting to learn more about it and also bridging that with other concepts of what I already know and see where it fits and does it or does it even make sense or not before I adopt it or I apply it to my life. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So we have our topic already chosen. <laughs> there you go. Our, our lead into the next, to the next slide. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, I will let you go. It's 38 minutes, 39 minutes. And I want to say thank you so much. You Bless are, you, I'm thank just like. Thank you for having me. And Misa, Larry, and Dr. Bob Choate, uh, you guys are awesome. And I'm so blessed also to meet with you, Dominic, and what you're doing here on the Self-Achievement Network and bringing uh, so many like-minded people to a growth area 
And we are always constantly and consistently learning from one another. And what's so beautiful is when we can get all these higher thinkers in such a beautiful community and be able to learn and pick and grow and collaborate and contribute together to mm. make this world a better place. So that's awesome. That's our purpose. Amen. Amen. That Amen. is our purpose here. It's to improve the world for all of us. That's what it is. You got it. You hit it. I like you. <laughs> I like you. Blessings. Okay. Blessings. All right. Be well, have fun, enjoy. Thank you so much. Again, I'll be in touch. And uh, everyone, thank you so much for watching or listening. This yes. is going to be should put into a podcast too. So oh, come nice. over here in the Self-Achievement Network. Remember to stay inspired and have fun. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>